to the D&D podcast. I'm here with Pyro Lucane. And I'm Simone, the host and creator of the D&D podcast. We're actually here at the Pod Lounge. Um, and our episode today is going to be called An Iconic Chat. Um, the reason why it's going to be an iconic chat is because we are talking to Pyro. And we're going to ask him some questions about his album, get to know him a little better. Um, so I guess Pyro Icon came out. Last week, Friday, 1022. Yeah. 1022. Um, so, how do you feel now that the album has been released? Like, how are you feeling? I feel great, honestly. Like, it's a big, it's a big weight lifted on my shoulders because this is like a, a year's worth of work. Can't really put like a real number of how many years, but it's like a year's worth of work that I finally was able to get out. So, feeling great. Yeah, the album is amazing. I had the pleasure of. You know, being able to help out and also attend your listening party, which was amazing at the day of the album release. Mm-hmm. So to hear your album in the stew was amazing. Um, you heard every track. What would you say is your favorite track on the album? I'll have to say Signs. The reason why is because it's not a bop that people would expect to hear from me. Mm-hmm. Like people expect, like, you know, like the, you know, like the, you know, like the, uh, Gritty drums and the you know and the samples and stuff like that. Like when I was making it, like Ritz was the first, first person in mind. The Shout only person Ritz. in mind. Yeah, shout out to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but Signs is my favorite. Yeah. That's like an R and B track. Shout out to Poppy Ocho too. Yes. Definitely. Shout out to Poppy. So okay, so when it comes to the album and its sound. What makes it different to everything that we're hearing today? I mean, I wouldn't really say it's like different because it all like derives from something. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's like more of like a breath of fresh air, like something that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. a lot of music it just sounds all like jumbled together and you know, you get like a nice, you know, roll out, get some pics and you know, you look cool and just mm-hmm. boom. So. Really, like my main mission was to make the music make sense, okay. especially with it being like a, with it being a collective and like a um, compilation. You know, I had to had to make it I can't be all over the place with it. So you know, all the, from the order to the songs to the beats, everything had to be you know, cohesive. So it was it's more so like a breath of fresh air, more than it being different. Okay. Something that we haven't heard before, exactly. Yeah, you have, but it's just more so. It's like a refresher of it's like there's somebody out there still waving the flag of like you know quality music. Okay, I so, like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, so when it comes to the album and describing it, if you could use one word, how like what word would you use to describe the album? I would say fearless because the reason why I say fearless is because I had a lot of fears putting out this album. Due to the fact, like musically, and going back to making it make sense, and really having like the reach as far as getting like you know some artists, and and also really having them believe in you know everything I got going on, that was like the you know that was like the hardest thing. So it was really more so fearless, just really going out on my own, not really having like a crazy enough name, and really having really having really being bold to really to really do what I did. Because, you know, there's a lot of producers trying to, you know, chase placements and stuff like that, which is cool. You know, that's, you know, that's part of the journey. But putting something together like this, 
which really has people, you know, saying different because uh, maybe I don't, maybe I don't, you know, have like the strength to really carry a whole tape. Yeah, that's true. I say, I say, fearless. Yeah, I like that fearless because it's definitely hard to. Not everybody releases an album as a producer. Yeah. Like not everybody's doing that. You don't really see that. So I think that is a really good choice of wording. Especially on the level where I'm at. You know, you don't, everybody's trying to do the same thing and really like building, like really building my own empire as far as like, you know, music and the merch and, you know, just really just not, it's really not waiting for them. You know what I'm saying? Not, not really waiting to have a so-called buzz to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because that yeah. shows, you know, you don't really love it for real. So everything that I'm a part of, associate with, everything I do, I love it for real. So And you could tell. Yeah, you could definitely tell that when you hear the music. Just the, like you said, the quality of the music yeah. shows your love for music and the love that you have for what you do. Sure, for sure. So, um, definitely, am looking forward to what's coming. So, for what's what's coming next for Pyro? Like, what can we look forward to? Well, I got a whole bunch of um, joint projects coming out. Um, the next project is gonna be called uh, G Day Two by um, GQ the Prince. He's definitely all over the album. Yes. Um, so you know that's his like. That's gonna be the next uh, project, and then um, I have a couple of uh, secret projects coming out as far as like you know, um, collabs with certain fan favorites that people have been dying to hear me with. So I'm getting everything with that, and also with me, I'm actually dropping another project, another solo project at the top of the spring. Okay. So it's not gonna have no date. It's not, it's just gonna be just a. Here you go. You guys just, like a surprise. Yeah, you just figure know. out what it is from there. And then we just going to roll with it. And a promo from there. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's dope. Shout out to GQ. Shout yeah. out to GQ. All over the shout album. Shout out to OB. Shout out to the Hitmaster. Shout out to the Wave. Shout out to Bugatti. Shout out to everybody. And shout out to everybody that's on the album. Definitely. So for those of you, for those that aren't familiar with you, like... Let's kind of bring it back a little bit. Like, where did it start? Like, how did Pyro become Pyro? Like, where did you start? Yeah, I got like, I got like several different like reincarnations <laughs> before I even got to this point. <laughs> but, um, all right, well, I'm just going to start where it really, really started getting it on for me. Like, my time when I was 17, 18, that's when I really wanted to do music. Like, well, really wanted to pursue music, not do it, but like pursue it, really see it all the way through. Because, you know, people wanted me to play sports and, you know, do all the, you know, do all the regular stuff. So I wasn't really with that, even though I loved it, but I knew it was just something else. So, you know, me, G, and, um, Gotti, you know what I'm saying? All of us was a group. You know I'm saying? So when we, we was just um, making music, yes. put out our tape, you know, they actually sold theirs. I was just giving mine. No, I just, I just, I just wanted people to hear the music. Free, like. Yeah, it was just, you know what I'm saying? And like the concept of free music was at full swing. Seven, I was 17, 18, and like 09, 2010. So that was like the full swing of that piff, hot new hip hop. So I seen where, where it was going, just giving out free work. So, you know, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with selling it, but you know, but I was just, I just thought long term. Yeah. So really, as far as like the, that's, you know, that's like the fast story, but yeah, as far as like the, where we're from then, where I'm at now, like that's where, like, that's what started me. Like I was 17, 18 when I really, like, I want to do it. For You've been at this for like 10 plus years. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I first started dabbling with making beats when I was 15. 
Okay. So that's a that's a strong fifteen right now. So yeah. I'm thirty now, so that's you know, crazy. It's a strong fifteen years. Okay, so you're low key a vet. Yeah. Low key. Yeah, low. Yeah, low key, low key. <laughs> when it comes to on on this level, but I'm still trying to get up. Yeah, here, you're so. still trying to. Yeah. New barriers. Yeah. Um. So I see you have a New York hat on. Yeah. So born in New York. Yes. For and those. Reside in New Haven. For those who don't know, I'm from Albany, New York, which is the capital, upstate New York. Shout out to everybody that's from upstate. But um, but. My mom's is from uh, South Jamaica, Queens, so you know okay. it's it's all just New York running through the blood. So I came I came here when I was 14. So you know from Albany by way of New Haven. So you know this is you know, you know this is the crib too. Yeah. yeah, that's how I know you. Yeah, 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 nah, nah, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's cool. That's cool. You know what I'm saying. Okay, so um, as far as who inspires you, like. You don't have to kind of talk about what inspired the album, but what would you mm -hmm. say? Who inspired you to even Like, my family, really. Because, you know, for you know, for some people who know my background, some people don't. Like, I was kind of, like, born into the business, so to speak. Because, um, once in my uncles, they had a, they had a label at the time. And uh, they had, like, a whole bunch of artists and stuff, and it was, like, a crew thing. This, this was the first time in Albany where they seen, you know, something like that. So, you know, things, you know, things started getting bigger. And I was actually, well, me me and actually all of my little cousins, well, not all, all of us are the same, but but me and all my cousins was in a uh, video and like, and like the BT cameras came down and okay. stuff like that. So, and it's funny because a couple years back, I seen the video and I seen when I was like eight years old in the corner, wilding out. Crazy. So, so, you know. One day for like a bigger project, I'm gonna I'm gonna get that footage and put that up. That'll be dope. But yeah, but it was really really more so my family, like yeah. seeing like you know seeing my uncles and eventually, um, eventually my older cousins actually started a rap group. And once they started, and that was in the era of like the Bow Wow's and the Romeos, so you know all like the boy rap groups was the thing. So, yeah, that was you know thing. seeing them getting chased out the mall and stuff like that. So. That was just, you know, a big inspiration. So it started from... Yeah, baby. Yeah, from young. Yeah, way young. Definitely. So when you're talking about um, music and you're talking about producing, you know you produce, yeah. but I'm just curious to know, like, how do you feel behind the mic? Like, how do you feel actually rapping or making your own music? Well, for those who don't know... <laughs> I before I started making beats, I wanted to rap just like everybody else, mm -hmm. and that's because I was around my cousins, who yep. was all rappers and you know uh, producers. Mm -hmm. So at first, you know, I was rocking with it and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and then I met my guy Hugh, and he's actually my best friend, you know, to this day. And he had like a little uh, setup in his basement, and we was rocking out like that. And you know, I'll be. Um, He'll be writing and recording. I'll be doing the same thing. We'll be using instrumentals. And, and he was actually making beats before me. So besides my cousins, I seen him make beats as well. Because, you know, this is my man. This is my friend. So I was like, one night, I was like, at this time, we were 16. I was like, bro, how you make beats? He was like, yo, all you got to do is just think about what you want to hear and just go for it. I can't tell you how to make beats. You just you got to do it. And at that time, I was rapping still, but I didn't want to keep rapping over instrumentals because it's like, it just, 
it just wasn't really hitting me at that time. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll be thinking about the original song. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, nah, like, I, I want to make my own beats. So I was actually doing it for a while. I was actually rapping and making my own beats for a while. But, and I want to say, well, obviously the producing surpassed the rapping. Reason why is because I got a... Uh, Discouraged that if certain people that I was close to would be like, nah, just, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, just stick to producing. Others be like, yo, just keep working. But I was just listening more so to the negativity. So I just say, you know what? When I do come back to it, nobody's not going to stop me. I'm going to be ill. Like, it's, like it's, it's, it's over. So, you know, maybe you may hear something in the near future. Maybe I may have something recorded. Maybe not. <laughs> Who knows? But, okay. but you know. When it's, when it's time, you know, you guys gonna like it. Definitely. It's gonna be something different. That'll definitely Definitely looking forward to that. Um, so, we've talked about the album, The Highs. We talked about the listening party, how amazing it was. Um, but I'm curious to know, like, what would you say was the most difficult part about making the album? Really just keeping, like, just keep going. Like, when, whenever things, when I feel like things are going right, like, you know, spiritually, um, emotionally, like whenever I felt like things wasn't going right, usually I would just take a chill and it would just be curtains for it. Like it would just, it wouldn't see the light of day. Mm -hmm. And that's what would be with every project. But with this, with this particular project, I had a lot like a riding on it. Like I, I felt like my name was like riding on this project. Yeah. So like I just had to keep going. I had to show myself like I can't, like, I can't stop. Which going back to when I said like you know fearless you know that's all that was all part of it so i say just keep going i mean just keep on working on the album and not stop it that definitely is difficult um so before we wrap up i guess i just want to ask you like when it comes to your upcoming project like what are you looking forward to the most releasing like what are you looking forward to people is it a different sound like what can you say about that before close out everything uh i want to say it's a it's a different sound it's just more polished okay i feel like over time you'll see like it'll it'll be more polished as time goes along like the quality just get better and better and it'll be more thought out okay like it'll be more like okay he put time into this like you know what I'm saying? so i'm not really looking for the immediate response when it comes out because we're in a day and age where music comes out every second yeah. somebody just probably press sit on the album right now yeah. as we speaking so you know so not really looking for the immediate response like everything with me now like i already know what type of person i am i'm more so like the long term okay well, Pyro, thank you so much thank you, thank for coming you. out. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Yes, yes. Pod Lounge, thank you. Thank you thank to the Pod Lounge. Shout out Smooth, the source, source by Smooth. Yes, she's over here. She's the GOAT, if y'all don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to everybody on the album. Mm -hmm. um, it is amazing. It's released on all platforms. All platforms from here to Zimbabwe, 200 <laughs> countries. That's a fact. Pick me up. So I'm definitely looking forward to hearing what's next from you. Um, but thank you to everyone who has supported the D&D podcast. Look out for the next episode. Yes. Um, Pyro, again, thank you. Thank you. Yo. Broke niggas, we don't listen to them. Money getters all in my circle. We keep them digits.